This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. It's time to revisit the issue of auto insurance and so-called postal code discrimination. A few weeks back, we were talking about the case of Brampton, where drivers pay much higher rates than the rest of the GTA, and the argument from the industry is that this is based on the high rate of claims coming from there. But it's not just an issue in Brampton. NDP auto insurance critic, who is the author of a private member's bill to reform this, was holding a town hall in North York last week. So we are catching up with him and with lawyer Savannah Chorney from Sokoloff Law, and she is one of the signatories of a letter supporting this bill, uh, that your rates should be based on how you drive rather than where you live. As always, we want to hear from you. Numbers to call, 416-360-0740, toll-free, 1-866-744-740. And right now, hello, Guritan Singh and Savannah Chorney. Hi there. Libby, what a pleasure to be on your radio. Oh, so nice to hear you. So enthusiastic on a Monday. And hi, Savannah. Hi, good afternoon. Thank you very much for having me. Okay, so uh, Guritan, you were in North York uh, last week. What's the situation there? People are upset. People are angry. They're feeling it. Um, you know, we spoke, uh, the, the, the town hall was amazing. It was probably 150, close to 200 people came out in strong, strong numbers to say this very clear message. They are upset with the fact that they're paying higher rates because of where they live. It's unfair, and they want this practice stopped. Okay, so how do their rates, is it for all of North York or just a part of it, and how do their rates compare to the rest of the GTA and also to Brampton? So what we see across the board is there's communities like, uh, you know, the one that we had the town hall in in North York, Brampton and Scarborough can sometimes pay as much as $1,000 more than another place in the GTA. And we heard that firsthand from people as they, as they expressed that. And like I said, we're talking about people here who have clean records. They've never had an accident. They've never had a ticket. They're clean, clean records, affordable cars, but instead they're being penalized because of their neighborhood. This is discriminatory, and ultimately these families, these people, these individuals can't get by because the cost of living, the cost of driving, these factors are going up and up and up, and they're feeling the pinch. Uh, Savannah Chorney, what about the argument from the industry? So say uh, if your car, if you live in a place like that and your your car is more likely to be vandalized or something like that, it's their cost and that's why people are paying more. Is there any uh, merit to that? I don't think so. I think that this is a direct target on claims, not so much property damage claims, but motor vehicle accidents. 
in particular. And um, there's, uh, you know, there's multiple ways that the insurance company has, insurance industry, I should say, to be able to ascertain whether someone is or is not a good driver. They have databases. They have an Auto Plus report. They can see every single time anyone's ever made a claim. And it's without question that Scarborough, Markham, Brampton have specifically been targeted. And with the current legislation that's pending, uh, Bill 42, it, you know, there is language in there that is easily manipulated in terms of um, anyone with any sort of legal understanding could get around that and bypass the entire purpose of the bill, which is supposed to be to protect people. And you, where you live should not at all reflect your insurance rate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gurutan Singh, uh, what is uh, the response from uh, the Conservatives? Well, we saw the, con- the response from the Conservatives loud and clear on Saturday. We're at the Conservative convention that just occurred. There was a resolution put forward, I believe it was Resolution 13, to lower auto insurance rates and not cut benefits to auto, auto insurance drivers. And delegates, which include MPPs, resoundingly voted no against this resolution in their own convention. So what we're hearing here is from the actual own party base, they're against lowering car insurance rates. Now, if we take that and we couple it with what's happened recently, when I put forward my private member's bill, the Conservatives voted no against that as well. And if we look at this in a, a larger spectrum, what they are saying yes to is increasing car insurance rates. Fisco, the superintendent of Fisco, uh, which is uh, the regulatory body which approves the increase to car insurance uh, premium increases, improved an 11% increase. That means people in Ontario are going to see their rates go up 11%. So what you've seen is this party clearly has voted no to lowering auto insurance rates at their convention. They've voted low, no to my private member's bill, and they voted yes to to increasing rates for all Ontarians. Well, well, as a, a program note, number one, it's it's pretty rare for private members' bills to succeed in, on on any level and and for any reason. And in our next segment before the end of the show, we are going to be talking about that conservative convention. So we we'll try to get some clarity on exactly what the deal is, because conservatives in the past have spoken out about insurance rates, and you you bring up something that's very interesting. The previous government promised to lower insurance rates. Then it was a stretch goal. It didn't happen. And uh, uh, it happened maybe a little bit, a small reduction. And then we all find that the the level of benefits were cut. Lawyer Savannah Charney, what about that? Oh, it's absolutely atrocious. It is one of the biggest scams I've seen. And I'm from America, okay? (laughs) So when I see something like this happen, I mean, we're talking about some of the most Needy individuals in Ontario, catastrophically injured people being uh, slashed. I mean, we're talking half of the available benefits. And nobody that I have spoken to, whether they're clients, colleagues, nobody's seen a drastic reduction in their insurance rate. And now, if you want to get back to what you had before, you need to pay more and buy optional benefits. Uh, yeah, I just I just got a note from uh, my broker saying, hey, I just noticed that some of your benefits have been cut. <laughs> so... Yeah, no, it's it's absolutely uh, 
it's tragic. And then on the other side, if somebody causes the accident, they, they've raised the deductible. So, you know, what a lot of people don't know in Ontario, and I'm sorry, I don't want to divert too much, but in Ontario, if you're involved in a motor vehicle collision and you're claiming pain and suffering against the individual who caused the accident, what you don't know, and if you ever selected for jury duty, I hope you please pay attention to this, there is a rising deductible, meaning if you believe the injured person and you want to give them 50000 for their pain and suffering, they're not getting the first $38,000. And not many people know that. And it's very, very important for people in Ontario to see, so you know, whether you're not at fault or if you, you've accidentally made a mistake in the snow, either way, you're getting the shaft from the insurance industry on either side of the case. Uh- Goratan, uh, so the, where does that $38,000 go? It's a deductible for a pain and suffering um, uh, uh, judgment, correct? Yes. It goes so basically what, what, what they're saying is that it, upwards to that point, that's, that's a deductible. That you're not, the, the in-person can get a claim of, of $60,000, but that $38,000 is not being seen, seen at all. And that's the issue we're seeing it. across the board. Uh, we're just seeing cuts and cuts to people's benefits. And so much so that, you know, and the, the rules are such that jury members are, it's something that's not allowed to be expressed to the jury. They can't communicate that to the jury. So a jury could actually want to award someone money and, and give them a, and give them a, you know, a ruling that's in their favor. And ultimately, uh, the person injured is not going to see that money because of the deductible. Okay, let's take a call from Brian in East York. Hi, Brian. Hi, Libby. How are you? Fine. How are you? <clears throat> I'm good. I'd like to uh, address this to most of the insurance companies, or in fact, all of them. I'd like to know why they don't charge just charge us insurance on the amount of kilometers we drive a year. Well, I think that's part of, that's part of the equation for sure. Well, uh, the fact is, uh, it, it goes. Uh, if it is, I'd like to know where it's where it's working. Because if they charge me because I live in a bad area where there's a bunch of bad drivers, I got to pay more, as you're just saying earlier. I think you go on kilometers only, and if I drive 50 kilometers a year, and the other guy drives 150 or 350, it's quite evident he's on the road a heck of a lot longer than I am. Ergo, chance of him having an accident are five or times more than me. Okay, Brian, uh, thanks for your call. Uh, I'm pretty sure that that is, I don't know how, what weight it has in the equation. Uh, maybe, um, Savannah or Goratan, you can, uh, clarify that, but I'm pretty sure that's, that is definitely a big part of the equation, correct? Well, what I would say is this. The problem is that there's a lot of lack of clarity in terms of what is weighed higher or weighed less. So even if we look at this situation, let's say, of postal code, right now, you are, as an individual, you're going to be charged primarily, a big factor of it is based on the fact of where you live, okay? Now, your accident could happen outside of where you live. The accident could have happened in a different city, despite, and because of the road conditions, let's say, hypothetically, in that, in that city. But that doesn't matter. In the end of the day, you're charged because of, at the end of the day, where you go home and go to sleep, despite the fact that you could be traveling and spending most of your day outside of your city for work. So I always give this example. Someone who lives in Brampton but works in Don Valley, so they drive every day down to Don Valley, could be paying a higher rate than someone who li- will be paying a higher rate, most likely, actually, than someone who lives in Don Valley but works in Brampton. 
just because at the end of the night, you come home and you sleep at your home, despite the fact that the person who works in Brampton and lives in Don Valley could be driving a lot more in, in, in Brampton and could hypothetically, based on the insurance company's uh, logic, which I disagree with, but if we even entertain that logic, we could see that that itself could make them hypothetically uh, you know, subject to more accidents. So the logic is not sound. The auto insurance companies are not operating with sound logic. And at the end of the day, people are being pinched and people are being unfairly discriminated because of where they live. Now, this is interesting, too. I believe that they use the same kind of metric when it comes to house insurance. And if you live in an area that has a lot of break-ins, then you're charged more than if you live a couple of streets over where they decide there aren't a lot of break-ins. Yeah, well, you know, that's not the, the exact focus that we're chatting right now. I know, but, exactly, but it's but, the sort of same, it's the same logic since you're bringing that up. Yeah, but I guess what, what I'm trying to say is this, and this is what Savannah has mentioned very accurately, that there, they have a lot of other systems they could employ to get a better read of people's driving uh, record. We have their record. We're saying charge people based on their record. Charge them based on the fact of very empirical data, but don't charge them on something which is arbitrary, like based on where they live, especially in the GTA. We live in an integrated region. People live in Brampton. They work in Toronto. They see family in Scarborough. We're driving and crisscrossing this integrated region every day, and it does not make sense to discriminate against one area and charge them upwards of $1,000 more just because of where they live. Uh, what are some of the other areas that are affected? So we see uh, Brampton is affected very poorly on this, being some of the highest rates in the country, uh, Scarborough, uh, Jane and Finch. Uh, you know, there's a variety of communities uh, across the Markham. Yeah, feel free to join in, um, uh, Savannah, <laughs> if you want to add anything yeah. in terms of areas. And uh, where do you go from here with this campaign? Well, what we have been doing and what we have been seeing is that people are upset and they see through the games that the Conservative Party is playing. They see that they're not being tough on uh, car insurance rates and, and making uh, life more affordable. And I saw it firsthand over the past uh, couple of weeks. I've been to three town halls with hundreds of people who've come out and said to us very, very clearly that the system is broken. It's not working. And, and they're upset at the fact that they're paying more based on where they live. And uh, this is unfair. and This is wrong. And we're going to keep on holding these town halls. We're going to keep on talking to amazing uh, experts and professionals like Savannah, who actually wrote the open letter. She didn't just sign on to it. She oh. was the individual who, who, who put this letter together that had upwards of, when it's all said and done, probably more than 30 lawyers from across firms. She had supporters and people who agreed who were part of different firms sign on to her letter because it was something that is, based on a legal perspective, it's, it's correct. The conservative bill has this word called primarily, and it says that uh, you know, they, they, they're going to prohibit factors that are primarily related to postal code or phone number. But as a lawyer, when we read that, that's a huge loophole because that means your postal code could be their secondary requirement or their tertiary one. It doesn't close the door on postal code discrimination, and it leaves a huge loophole that auto insurance companies in Savannah knows. She can probably speak to this better than I can even, how easy they'll manipulate this uh, back door. Okay, um, we're wrapping up then. Uh, Savannah, what would you like to leave us with and how do you take this further? I, I just think that the, the overall goal should be to end this unfair and deceptive practice that the insurance industry is creating with this. And um, 
no matter what bill goes forward, Mr. Singh's was more succinctly worded, but we need to be very clear about it. Don't use language such as primarily, because that's, that's widely interpreted, and it allows them to sneak in it through the back door, and you don't achieve the purpose of the bill. And so at the end of the day, no matter, it should be a bipartisan effort to try to get this done to protect the, the community. Okay. Thank you very much to you both, Gurutan Singh and Savannah Chorney. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.